You are listening to Mix 104.9's 360. Now, earlier this morning, we learned that Santos has approved its $4.7 billion Barossa gas project in the Northern Territory. And joining me in the studio to talk more about this is the Minister for Northern Australia, Keith Pitt. Good morning. Good morning to you and good morning to your listeners. Keith, great to have you in the studio. Uh, Firstly, can you talk us through this announcement? Well, it's great to be back in the north and face-to-face, Katie, I've got to tell you. Yeah. But how, how good is the north, how good is Darwin, how good is this announcement? So Santos, an Australian company, delivering Australian gas for the benefit of all Australians. Uh, this is a significant announcement, $3.6 billion US uh, around the Barossa. So what this will mean will mean an extension for life for Darwin LNG. Uh, it will mean some 600-plus construction jobs and then 350 uh, in the long term. Uh, that's great news for the north, but it's also a big boost in confidence for the resources sector. Uh, and you've only got to look at the numbers yesterday. So the Office of the Chief Economist has put out a forecast indicating Australia's resources sector should break all records this year. $296 billion in exports. Now, sort of talk us through, because for some people listening right now, they might be thinking, oh, goodness, what does this really mean for the Northern Territory? You know, we've seen big gas projects like Impex. We know that, you know, that uh, Santos has been operating in the Territory for some time. So what does it mean in terms of, you know, for the Northern Territory's economy and really kick-starting things or getting things moving? Well, this is the biggest project announcement for 10 years. Uh, ICAS has been the last. Uh, what it means is jobs, it means very strong support for your regional economy, and it means those really well-paid technical jobs across the board. Now, whether that's specialist welders, uh, fabricators, uh, workers who are out there, uh, they tell me that the uh, there's a ship uh, just offshore which has come out to start work already. Uh, I spoke to Kevin Gallagher for a long period of time yesterday and he's keen to get this project going as soon as possible. He's given commitments at the press conference today that those jobs are in Darwin uh, and I think that's very, very positive. That was going to be my next question. Are we talking here about Aussie jobs and indeed Darwin or Northern Territory jobs by the sounds of it? It is. Uh, uh, Look, absolutely. I mean, clearly there'll be some prefab and things that occur in a number of places, but he's given a commitment to put as many as he can into Darwin. Uh, That's great news for the North. Uh, But in terms of the resources sector, what a magnificent result. $296 billion in a COVID year, worldwide pandemic. Australia's done incredibly well. Now, you said 600-plus jobs, uh, I believe. Is that during the construction or is that that sort of ongoing? So that's during the construction piece. Yep. We expect 350 ongoing. Uh, once again, it's it's confidence in industry. Uh, it's part of the, our go- our government's gas-fired recovery, uh, and we're out there pushing hard. And I'm pushing every door I can find, Katie. And uh, look, the industry's doing great. Yeah, and I think you know, for such a long time now in the territory, we've been uh, you know we've been wanting to diversify the economy. I know that this is still gas. It's something that we've you know we've been looking to for for quite some time, and, and been doing in the territory well for quite some time. But I do understand that a decision on Barossa was delayed um, just over a year ago. That was after Santos obviously slashed some of that spending, um, and it was due to the plunge in oil prices. So this is big news for us, and and big news for Australia, I guess, as well, isn't it? Well, if you remember, there was one period where the world oil price went negative. Yeah. Uh, there, there was no storage. So the, the fact that we've come through this so strongly, 
Well, that's thanks to the hard-working men and women in the resources sector. It is, it is their win. I know there'll be some people listening who will be saying, you know, uh, are we wanting to go down the gas route? Should we be still looking towards renewables? But at the end of the day, we still need gas, don't we? Oh, absolutely. We need stuff that works. It's that easy. Uh, this is a transition fuel, but it's one which is in demand and demand has continued to increase even through the pandemic. Uh, and Australia's got a lot of resource and we need to absolutely maximise that benefit for the Australian people. Now, when you talk about the onflow then, I guess, for the Northern Territory and for Darwin, um, it's not just about the gas side of things, but we've been speaking for a long time about things like petrochemical uh, facilities and a petrochemical hub. Does this sort of take us a step closer? And how do we sort of get those blocks moving to make that kind of thing happen? Well, look, I think there's a real opportunity uh, in the medium term around a refinery. Uh, and that's just my view. It's not government policy, Katie, yep. I've got to tell you. Uh, but g- given that this is potentially 50 million barrels plus, uh, we, we know that there's been a significant shortfall in Australian oil production now for a number of years, particularly with the reduction in the Bass Strait. We've got an, a, an announcement of a closure of refinery in Victoria. Uh, we're better than the north, uh, where, where you're close to the resource. We're trying to bring the beetaloo on as well, which we expect will be wet gas. So it should be condensate out of there. It makes sense. Uh, and certainly, I know Kevin said in his, uh, Kevin Gallagher from Santos yep. said in his press conference this morning, you know, if you want cheap gas, move your facilities to where the gas is. So I think that's pretty wise advice. And do you think, I mean, realistically, do you think that this is the beginning of something for the Territory in terms of, uh, you know, uh, maybe seeing those further sort of on-flow industries move here? Well, it's been our government's focus for some time through the Northern Australia agenda. I've got a refresh package which we're looking to put forward uh, in, in the next couple of months, and it works. Right? This is the bottom line. I've got the knife with some changes coming through the, the House of Representatives and hopefully into the Senate in the next round of sittings, which will allow the knife to be even more flexible and uh, have a, a higher risk profile in terms of what it invests in, and also hold equity positions. So all of those things, you know, it's one piece at a time. We put the jigsaw together, but it's it's working. Right? This is a significant announcement. Yeah, and I guess it can't come soon enough for the Territory. We know that we've been doing it tough. I guess all of Australia's been doing it tough uh, due to COVID. But here in the Territory, we've been doing it tough really for some time. Um, obviously, the, the Northern Territory government's been talking about that diversification. Uh, we all understand that. But it does seem now like things are finally starting to get moving. Oh, it is. And I've got to tell you, you've got some pretty strong representatives up here. Sam McMahon keeps beating a path to my door, uh, particularly around the potential for um, you know, more connecting pipelines in this project, refineries and storage. Uh, and with all of those, then comes the offtakes, whether that's in plastics manufacturing or, or otherwise. So you know, the big cor- cornerstone project is what drags in those other employers. Uh, and I think there's an absolutely fantastic future for the North. And you spoke before about the NAFE, just briefly. Any sort of updates in that space? Any projects in the pipeline? I think there's always a bit of discussion that there will be, but anything we can look forward to? Oh, I'd love to give you an exclusive, but we're <laughs> not quite there yet. So there is a, there is a number of projects coming through and, and being assessed. Uh, and yeah, my hope is that I have to go back to the Prime Minister and ask for more money. Yeah. Well, Keith, we know you are a Queensland man. Obviously, uh, the COVID lockdown uh, underway, three days, I guess, um, for those Brisbane, uh, Brisbane residents and some in the other areas sort of surrounding all the way to Toowoomba. Hasn't impacted you, though? Well, look, it's been a year, Katie. I think we have to get to the point where we can manage. New South Wales has done this the whole way. No yep. border closures. They've managed those outbreaks. I think the other states and territories need to get on board. Uh, for me personally, yeah, no, I transited through the Brisbane airport, but that was all. Came through your quarantine clearance process uh, last night, so all good. Thumbs up. Yeah, and but no Chief Minister this morning at your announcement, obviously. Well, I think I believe he's, he's self-isolating, but uh, he missed a great announcement, and he, he certainly missed the opportunity to get in and talk to some people in, in that local factory doing production. 
production and uh, it was good to see. Well, Keith Pitt, the Minister for Resources, Water and Northern Australia, great to have you in the studio this morning and uh, really appreciate your time. Great to be with you. Great to be in the north. Thank you. You are listening to Mix 104.9's 360.